With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothman back in the chair. And first guest is someone who is very well regarded across the whole footballing world with his pithy yes I say pithy comments, insights an outstanding blog, View from a Blue with over 14,000 followers, that's 14,000 followers, welcome to Stephen Allwise. Good evening and uh, next uh, he was once the youngest person ever to appear on the Man City show, now a veteran once? Once Why not still? You're no longer Who? We'll let you know at the end of the show. Welcome to Joe Doherty. Hi, Nigel. And last but not least, it's the Christmas season. Time for families to get together. And I brought my family into work with me. A very warm welcome to someone who has been quoted very regularly on this show. It's my dad. Welcome, Geoffrey Rothband. Thank you, uh, Nigel. Good. Uh, so, Dad, can you kick us off first? Because we always start with new guests, a little bit about their sort of sort of Manchester and Man City heritage. Your first game was when? 19 what? Probably 1932, when I was 12. Uh, Manchester City playing Leicester City at Main Road, as I remember it. And your dad wasn't, as I remember, not madly into football. I think it was your uncle who took you, wasn't it? My dad didn't like professional football. He he played golf uh, out at uh, Wilmslow. And he didn't uh, think... uh, Professional football was very good, good stuff. Okay, so uh, we might come back to that. And um, one thing I just want to touch on before we move on and, uh, with the Arsenal game, uh, we we talk about Bell and Silver and King Cladsey and all these great players, and uh, another of our guests, Stuart Brockin, Stuart Brockin, um, our journalist, um, talks about his dad having. Uh, 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 the famous Peter Doherty as his favourite player, and I think it's fair to say Peter Doherty is your all-time great City player. That is so. Uh, why? Tell, to give, give us two minutes on Peter Doherty, because the youngsters today talk about Silver, the magician, you know, and all that stuff. Why? What was so special? Tell us something about Peter Doherty. He, he was peerless as a schemer and a footballer, but he played in boots that were uncomfortable, not these very comfortable things they play in today. He <clears throat> brimmed with enthusiasm. 
he could do everything, play anywhere. And his skill, his skill was extraordinary. And he was the daddy of them all. He came from a little town in Northern Ireland called Matterfelt, where I used to call on business occasionally, not to see him, but to <laughs> visit the general hospital there. And that was Peter. Nobody like him. Let's start with Arsenal then. 2-1. And according to some pundits uh, following that game, Arsenal are now, Stephen, favourites for the title. They probably are, because Leicester, and I'll keep saying this until it actually happens, they will slip at some point this season. A remarkable story. Incredible what they have achieved so far this season. And I'm sure a small part of every football fan wants them to go on and, and win the title. Realistically, they're not going to. Um, so after Arsenal's win against us, you'd have to say they're favourites. It wouldn't be a surprise, I'm sure, to, to anybody if City did click and start to, to put together a run of, of form and victories. But Arsenal look strong. They look strong all over the pitch at the moment. The challenge for them is is can they last, which they haven't been able to do the last few seasons. But if you're comparing the sides on what we saw at the Emirates, then Arsenal are stronger at the moment. And Joe, I know you're in a particularly depressed mood and you're feeling very negative and, and you know, looking at your face and your whole demeanour this evening means that you, you also think that Arsenal are now firm favourites. Can City bounce back from this? I think we can. And I'm, I, I don't really want to say favourites yet because this season has been a very... Well, I don't, I don't want to say poor season. It's been exciting. It's, no one's been an outright best team. And I think I still think we can win it because Arsenal have got such a hit recent history of just completely bottling it about March, April time and just dropping loads of stupid points. So I still think we can win it. But we've got to improve our away form, particularly our sort of teams we're in direct competition with. Knowing you, Dad, as I do, over the seasons, you've kind of you've never thought City until the actual that final whistle in the final game of any of any competition. City aren't going to win it. You're 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 always negative. So, totally. what, what's your problem with Mangala? Expensive, is an international. He's uh, came with a good reputation. What's what's wrong with what's Somebody wrong with Mangala? Somebody tells me he's played a dozen times for France. I can't understand why because he frightens me. So, so, gents, help my dad out here. Mangala's a fine international footballer and, and we shouldn't be worried about our back four at all. Mangala is an international footballer. He's played in the Champions League, he's played in the Europa League, he's played more than 250 career appearances and he's rubbish. <laughs> and I've said it before on this show that he's an athlete. He's got a brilliant physique. He can run all day long, quick, powerful, strong in the air. He has the attributes of a 400-metre runner. Not that they really need to be strong in the air. But as a footballer, the, he doesn't have many redeeming features. Positionally, all mm-hmm. over the show. Doesn't, doesn't read a game, doesn't anticipate danger. No, he, exactly, he can't read the game. And has, it's no good having all he, his pace he, if, he, his if brain, you're 10 yards he, out of position every time. His brain doesn't work. He gets left behind. And the stuff's going on 5 or 10 yards away from him. And he's standing there like piffy. Like piffy. And he, and he has a tendency to chase the ball as well. So he might give it away. Any defender can, can misplace a pass. That's not the biggest issue. But it's the fact with him, his way of rectifying a mistake is just chase the ball. It's the type of thing a 10-year-old would do. Okay, Joe, can you help us with company then? Because obviously, you know, f- from an injury point of view, he went away on international duty and was going to be off for a couple of games and he's been off for what feels like months. Yeah. And the statistics tell me that in eight games 
Well, we had him. We had seven clean sheets. And in the nine games without him, we've only had one clean sheet. And we've leaked 18 goals in that time. How, how can a team miss a player like company as much as that? Well, it's, it's not good enough for starters. But I think the thing with company is, as well as being a quality defender... He is more than capable of doing two man's work if he needs to. But as well as that, he can make centre-backs. He, he can even make Mangala look tolerable. Is He can make centre-backs. He tells them where to stand. He tells them what to do. He can make them play better as a back line. And it, it's not just the centre-backs. It's the full-backs as well. Because we were saying about how well Kolarov and Sanya were playing with, with company there. As soon as he's out of the team, they both look brainless as well. And don't even get me started on cliche as well. I won't. It's, stick with company then, Stephen Forrest. And it, it, it just it's, it it's, seems incredible. So the statistics can't lie. We're good with him. They can't. I'd, I'd be wary of attaching too much importance to statistics. We were brilliant the first five games of the season. When our attacking players click and play well and create chances, it doesn't matter who you've got at centre-back because we'll win. But when we're not playing well, you need company's leadership and his resilience and his ability to organise because... I think Otamendi, to an extent, as with Mangala, does chase the ball, does nip out of defence, always trying to pinch the ball instead of the striker. But with company, there's an organisation there. And with Demichelis as well, he seems to be our only centre-back who knows how to play the offside rule. You mean the offside law? The offside law, the offside trap, as the youngsters okay. call it these yeah. days. Okay. <laughs> without company, we, and to an extent without Zabaleta as well, although I do think Sanya's had a good season... We, we fall to pieces quite easily. We, we do struggle when we've conceded to actually claw our way back into a game. And the pair of them, Mangala and Otamendi, you wouldn't believe they'd played together previously at Porto. They're all, all over the place. So, so in terms of having sort of slated the defence, where do you want to go next? I mean, do you want to sort of just sort of move into midfield slightly? And, and, and what's your view of Yaya, Dad? I know you're, you're a big Yaya fan, aren't you? He can change games, he's big, he's strong. How, how, how do you think he played against Arsenal? I am a very big Yaya fan. He has a commanding presence. He looks majestic. He, he move, appears to move very slowly. But you can't force him off the ball. He goes through defences with the, the ball tied to his toe. Uh, he is a very elegant and, and, and fine footballer. Uh, he breaks up uh, the attacks in midfield and his distribution is very good indeed. He appears to look very lazy, but he's not lazy. He knocks... He knocks more goals in than, any, uh, than uh, the rest of the defence. Over the last couple of years, the good goals he scored for City, the only one in the, in the cup final at, Stoke, uh, at Wembley against Stoke, and so on and so forth. He's a terrific asset, is Yaya. So, Joe, he's a lazy git, is my view. I don't agree. I, well, I see what you mean, but I think that Toure is very important to have in the team because no one... Like, we were awful for a long spell last night and didn't and all hope looked lost I think only Yaya could just put a ball into the top corner of the net that well and give us any sort of hope of getting yeah. something out of the game yeah. well I think it's an interesting point that Jeffrey makes that I think your words were Yaya Torre is a terrific asset I would add on the caveat to that that he is a terrific asset when he wants to be a terrific asset if he is in the mood, we don't have another player like him. He can almost single-handedly run a game. And for the last 10 minutes against Arsenal, he was in the mood. 
and he got us back into the game with a brilliant finish and he looked to be the one who would make the difference in the final few moments. My question would be, why can't he play like that for the first 80 minutes? Why can't he perform at that level every single game? Because he, in his mind, thinks he's one of the best players in the world. On his day, he is. But the great players don't have as many off days as he does. Great goal, though. Very good goal. That, that's what he can do. And, and with Yaya, that's the frustration. We know how good he can be. But there is a huge gap between Yaya at his best and the Yaya that we often see at the age of 32 in these big games. Going, sticking with midfield, why, why did it help me understand? Because you too, I'm talking about Joe and Stephen, they're far more tactically astute than I am. I'm just a passionate Mad City fan. Why, why Wearing did it... a very um, enticing Christmas jumper. Well, it is Christmas, and this is my City Christmas jumper. I'm afraid it is last year's. I didn't, I've, I've got it... one as well, exactly. so I can't talk. I'm disappointed you're not, you're not dressing into the spirit of, uh, of Christmas. But anyway, on to the manager's selection. Why, why, help me understand, Joe, why Delph? So what, what was his thinking? Why did we go with Delph from the start? Well, when I saw that Delph was playing, because I saw the line-up just on... I didn't see where the players were playing, I just saw the players written out... I thought, I'm good. We're packing the midfield. We're hopefully going to do to Arsenal what they did to us last season on our ground. Let's you know, close the game out, make it difficult for them. Points a good result here. But then see Delve turning out on the left wing. What's the point of that? Has he ever played there before? I, I agree with Joe on this. I think Delph, or Pellegrini said Delph was in there to bring a bit more balance, perhaps to thwart Bellerin. <coughs> Arsenal's very attacking right back. <coughs> But Delph, what he's done for City when he's been on the pitch is give us so much energy and enthusiasm and dynamism and tenacity and, and all of those attributes in midfield. Now, you can use him and Fernandinho as Yaya's legs because at 32, he's not a box-to-box midfielder. But when you play Delph out on the wing and you sort of ask him to, to duck inside as well and act as a third midfielder and you sort of ask him to, to play out wide and protect Kolarov, it's very hard for him. I think when he's done well for City, it's in that midfield along with Fernandinho giving us bite. And you'd hate to be an opposition midfielder playing against those two. You'd never get a minute's rest. But Pellegrini, I think by bringing on Sterling at half-time, recognised his mistake. But that's two games on the trot now where either Delph has come on at half-time or gone off at half-time. And that's therefore two games on the trot Pellegrini's got it wrong. And it's fair to say Aguero, dad, didn't, didn't look fit, did he? I mean, it's nice to have him back, and it's nice to see him in the number 10 shirt or 16 shirt, wherever he wears now. I think it's 10 now, isn't it, of course? Uh, good to see Aguero back, but didn't look, didn't look his best. He didn't look sharp, did he, particularly? No, he's not uh, quite match fit yet. That's the long and the short of it. We were just waiting for him to, to get fit, hopefully, we're not, and not get injured again. But, of course, a fellow like that is a marked man. And the opposing centre-halves will not be short of having a crack at his ankles every time he gets the ball, if they can catch him up. <laughs> but he, he's not up to speed yet. No, and it's, it's been frustrating this season because he started the season quite slowly and then he exploded into life with that game against Newcastle where he got the five goals. Then he went and got crocked on international duty. He's never been able to really get going because if we'd had... If Aguero hadn't been injured at all this season, carried on from that, we could be miles ahead because we've, we've needed goals at times this season as well. 
So the last 10 minutes, we looked so we were going to score goals. I mean, it's, you know, it's sort of we, we, we just came to life in those last 10 minutes. And for the, for the previous 80, it was, it was not great stuff. I think, I think Hart made the point after we beat Swansea that he can't understand why we often need someone to poke us to actually spring into action. We've got such talented players, such a brilliant squad. If they perform at their best for the first 45 minutes, we wrap up the game. But we're, we're slow at the moment. We're slow starters. We need... Look, we were great. Last 10 minutes, we played with purpose. We moved the ball quickly. We got it out wide to Navas and Kolarov bombing forward. We had men in the box. Why then, for the first 80 minutes, are we passive? Why are we moving the ball slowly? Why, why are we not playing with that urgency? And do you have answers to these seven questions you just asked us? Or, or are you just posing those questions to, to the listeners? I'm posing to them to the listeners and not that Pellegrini listens but they're the same well I doubt he does they're the same questions we've been asking for a long time and, and we don't seem to get answers Joe have you got any answers to these questions I'd like to add another question actually <laughs> we're looking for answers Joe not questions I know but I've got one why is it that they, they just see, another thing is that's missing in the team is a lack of cohesion in the final third why is it that De Bruyne's shot when there was a cross when there was a cross on which was better off and then pretty much the, the complete opposite with Navas. Well, we know he's why Nav- Navas hasn't scored in 18 he on, months. He was on his right foot, though. Joe, I know he's missed. he hasn't scored in 18 months. He's lacking confidence. I knew he wasn't going to shoot. It was, it was well, I thought he would shoot but miss. The fact that he, he decided on a one-on-one opportunity to turn around and pass the ball to an Arsenal defender surprised me. Have you got questions or answers? i got one observation to make. There are too many, now there are too many 28, 29 year old 30 players on City's usual first team. They're all as a group beginning to get a little bit slower and older. Says the 95 year old. (laughs) (laughs) Says the 95 year old. Yes. With the exception of, I'm delighted to see Van Van Bruyne. De De Bruyne. De De Bruyne. You like him, don't you? I like him. Why do you like him particularly? What is it about De Bruyne that, that, that you like? What have you seen in him? He is, he's, he's an elegant player. He's excellent ball control. And he runs about and, 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 and dashes into positions, collects the ball, and can go off like a terrier on occasions, which is rather a nice change. For instance, poor old uh, Navas can only go straight at a defender and then stop and pass it backwards. Then that's what I think our summer transfer policy was trying to to change by bringing in Sterling at, at 20, I think, at the time, and De Bruyne at, at 23, and Delph in his mid-20s, and Otamendi as a centre-back at 27 should be in his peak. We were trying to bring in that younger, more dynamic player, but it, for whatever reason, it hasn't quite worked, and we still rely on your, your heart, companies, Yaya, Silva, Aguero, who were the same five players we relied on in 2012 when we first won the league. We don't seem to have evolved as much as we should have done. Yeah. So we've lost five games, Joe. And, you know, historically at this stage of the season, you know, teams that lose five games do not go on and win the Premier League. Well, we had lost, I think we lost about four or five last, by this stage, last time we won the Premier League. And that, season bit like this one was quite a poor season because there was a 
there was a sort of a mid-table team in Liverpool going for the title and very nearly winning it, a bit like Leicester this season. But I agree, um, it's not good enough. And the thing is, all of these defeats we've had this season, with the possible exception of West Ham, which I thought was just a bit unlucky, and nine times out of ten we'd have won that game comfortably, they've all been either defeats from mistakes or defeats where we've just been completely outclassed, the like of which we didn't get, even last season when we were all you know, complaining every week, we didn't get beaten 4-1 twice in a season. That hasn't happened for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to that, we haven't... There's just so many defeats we've had that have just been stupid mistakes. And you think, you know, go back to the Arsenal game, De Bruyne doesn't make a stupid mistake by shooting. We, they don't go down the other end and score. It's really frustrating. But I thought one of our, our best away performances this season, in terms of the performance, not necessarily the result, was United at Old Trafford. Mm, agreed. Where we were boring and dull and, and killed the game. And I'm sure it goes against Pellegrini's attacking philosophy of throw men forward and have freedom in the final third, create chances. But we were defensively solid and they barely had a chance. And it was that pragmatism of accepting you know what at the end of the day a point isn't a bad result at all we don't do that a lot we don't do that often enough at all you've mentioned the p word the pellegrini word (laughs) for the first time we've been on the on the air for 20 minutes or so and we've mentioned the p word there's another there's a pep person who wants to take that on first it's got to be talked about hasn't it all joe kick us off then pep guardiola He's said he's going to leave by the end of the season. He's available. And uh, also... We should have him. Totally. He's, um, I think that as a manager, he would attract a better group of players. I think, he's a, I think he is a step up. A real step up on anything we've had. I mean, you know, he's, he's a step up on Mancini and Pellegrini, absolutely. And I think he's got ambition. I think he persuades players to come and play for him that... Perhaps Pellegrini or, or even other Premier League managers like Wenger or Van Hal couldn't do. And I think that he will... I still feel like, even in the days that we've been winning titles, I still feel like Manchester City have an inferiority complex. Like, we play Barcelona or Bayern Munich, we look second best, we know we're going to get outclassed. I don't think Pep Guardiola would let us get away with that. I think that if he came, we would be made to think of ourselves as one of the top teams in the world. Most, I would add one more point on Pep, which is arguably his biggest quality, is the level he gets out of the players at the club. We know City can attract the biggest players. We've got De Bruyne, we've got Sterling, two of the most in-demand players back in the summer. Pep wouldn't stand for the sort of half-hearted performances, bit lethargic that we've produced this season. There's an intensity about him. And I've been reading some of the articles about him in, in Germany that he falls out with people because he is so demanding and always asking for more from you. I think the next question, we have to assume he's coming with all the Barcelona links at the club, all the noise around the move at the moment. What players at City can respond to him? Because he's not going to accept Yaya strolling around the pitch and turning it on for 10 minutes a game, but not really bothering with tracking back. I, I I think we have to assume Pep's coming. If he doesn't come, it would be a huge surprise at the moment. But if... Pellegrini wins the league and wins one of the cup competitions. Is it fair that he gets a sack just because there's a bloke who's quite a good manager who's hanging around who's quite a good? How would you feel about that, Dad? If you've got this this charming man who wins us a couple of bit more silverware, he won the Premier League in his first year, he's won a couple of cups since. 
not very fair, is it, sacking him? Or would you get Pep in, the top man? No, I, I'm a romantic. <clears throat> How many major tr- uh, cups have we won with Pellegrini? Two. And the League Cup? That's a, that is two. Two, two, prim- two premierships, one premiership runners-up, one FA Cup. The FA Cup was... One this F- is in the last four or five years. One, one FA Cup runners-up. Come on, under Pellegrini. But with our squad, should we not be, be competing at that level, irrespective of who the manager is? Uh, You're a romantic. I'm I'm advised that uh, a lot of people now want this uh, magic wand of uh, Guardiola, whatever his name is. Uh, And so it it may well happen. But uh, I think uh, I I would be very sad if Pellegrini left. I think he's done a damn good job. Let's talk about the Christmas programme, because that's uh, clearly... Can, can often be a vital ingredient to sort of what, what happens towards the end of the season. If you include Arsenal, you know, we've got kind of you know, four away games and, you know, at the next five. Obviously, one's the cup game, Everton. That's, and, and that includes Leicester and Watford. You know, two at, the, top... at the start of the season, you wouldn't have thought those would be potentially tricky games. But the way we're playing and the way they're playing, that's going to be a huge challenge for us at the minute. Sunderland on Boxing Day, in theory, should be... A given should be a comfortable victory, but we've not exactly been thrilling at home recently. Leicester, I mean, who knows? Who? I mean, they're they're outstanding at the minute. Um, I have a feeling it takes one injury to either Vardy or Mares, and they'll start slipping down the table. But full of confidence and will cause us problems. Watford, the two of them up front, we saw what they did to Liverpool, put themselves about. We're not going to fancy that at the minute. Some tricky fixtures. You're not looking confident, Joe. You've got that depressed look, the big black cloud again as, as gathering above your head. Yeah, I, I tell you what, it's funny you should say that, Stephen, because I did say at the start, when I looked at the fix, I said, here, apart, once we've played Arsenal, we've got a really easy Christmas period. We'll, we'll surely get nine points from those games. I'm not confident at all. I'm, I'm actually going up to Leicester next week for the match. Uh, well, I don't know. It'd be good to go and see another top-of-the-league game, but... I'm really not confident about that one. I think that, especially if company's not back, I think um, Vardy and Mares will cause our idiotic defence all sorts of problems. Watford the same. I think Dini and Igalo will do the same thing. It's, and even Sunderland, they, they, they always turn up for our game. And you, could, and you could just see, you know, we struggle to break them down, big Sam, long ball in the box, Defoe gets on the end of it and they nick a 1-0, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't even win that. Until him on man of the match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Dad, Sunderland, Leicester and Watford, they, they look like three difficult fixtures now rather than the three easy ones that, that maybe in, originally when the fixtures came out we thought were tough, tough, tough journeys. Yeah. Yeah, good. Man of few words. Uh, the new badge, <laughs> finally, before we go, the new badge has all sorts of social media stuff going on, Stephen, pulling the face here. We yeah. know it's round. We know, we know it's, it's round. There'll be some reference to 1894, some reference to a ship. Just get on with it, show us the badge. Yeah? Can't, I can't muster any enthusiasm for it. Dad, yeah. you, you, you're into badges. You like badges and stuff. You, you, that's, Stephen's not vaguely interested. I'm sure you, you, we can debate the badge for a minute here. What, what's, your, what's your view? We know it's going to be round. Do you want, what do you want on it, if you had a choice? I like the, uh, the old one, the round, the, the, the round one. 
I like the, the, the um, round bed. And what, what particularly on it are you looking for? What would you like to see on, on Manchester the, on... City in full? Football, FC Manchester football. City Football Club or just Manchester City? Manchester City FC. Or, yeah. And the little picture of the Manchester Ship Canal in the middle. The Rose of Lancashire as well. Oh, excuse me, the Rose of Lancaster. Lancaster. Lancaster, please, the Rose of Lancaster. Oh, yes. With him, I've got to correct you, with him sat next to me here. Yeah. We know that, yeah. So the Red Rose of Lancaster, Manchester Ship Canal, Manchester City FC, but Stephen couldn't care less. We'll soon find out, Stephen. Boxing Day, it's Can't all going to be revealed. Wait. We're very excited. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure to welcome the young, and I can say that tonight, Joe Doherty. <laughs> View from a blue, Stephen Allwise, and my amazing dad. Thanks for joining us, dad. Really good to have you on the show. Um, on behalf of Playback Media, our sponsors, uh, our engineers, all my guests, it's Nigel Rothband saying Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you all in the new year. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.